one and we're live we're not really live but we're on cheers first thank you thank you thank you it's an honor to be back thank you so much for having me thank you for coming on like honestly like uh it was a i let you know in a week i was like hey man i need to get back into it i kind of killed my momentum i need you i need somebody back and you're like let's do it in a week in a week so uh last call welcome back roberto i don't care like i'm still gonna call you your stage name because that's how it is but like last call what's happening you know just uh living life having fun trying to at least <laughs> uh enjoying the highs keeping my head up during the lows working hard daily to uh pursue a dream and uh instead of just chasing dreams we we walk towards it every day and build it exactly yeah. um yeah you know just working on my relationships working on myself loving yeah. my dog loving my family trying to just be a better person accepting the flaws you know yeah it's life life is just a cycle man no i feel that so i'm just gonna come out of the gate swinging right here how are we looking at your originals oh man dude <laughs> I'm sitting on some music right now. Are I'm you? sitting okay, on I'm at glad, least, let's listen. say, five to six. Pl- like, if I wanted to right now, distribute the, that music ready right now. Okay. At least, at least you're there and you're choosing, like, okay, hold on. But you're sitting on it, so that's good. I'm I just, mean, I just don't know how to deliver it yet. Like, I'm like, there's, there's a, I don't, okay. I'm way too hands-on with my art, mm-hmm. and I'm not just going to release willy-nilly. Like, I there's a that. method to what I'm trying to do, Yeah, and I'm not going to get too much into it because that's revealing my sauce, but, like, you'll see. You'll, yeah. you'll start picking up on the themes, the, the sounds, the the themes of what I'm doing, and you'll I, if you like metal, you like that dark shit, you'll fuck with it, honestly, because that's, yeah. that's the vibe. All right. Very spiritual, but very just, <laughs> you know? I got it. All right. Well, I'm just listen. I'm 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 one of your biggest fans. You know, not just because of families, just because you have something. And like I said, like I I really do feel like I found my one of my purpose on this earth is to hype people up, but not like falsely hype them. It's like hype them when they have something, especially when they they're. You're gonna be your biggest critic. The the person that's gonna hurt you the most is yourself, uh, especially in the creative field. And you know, like I I really do feel like it's my job that okay uh uh you're knocking yourself okay i need to step in and be like no you got this like shut the demons down you got this here are the evidence on the good why you're ignoring the good let's start focusing on that let's shine the light on the good for, shut the light off on the bad and yeah and and i'm just an impatient person because like i've seen you perform and i'm like okay hey man you can't you can't cook a good sauce in uh 30 minutes you got to take time it takes time to make some and good it sucks food. because you're actually a chef so like it takes you time to make some know good what food, you're talking man. about <laughs> um, but not nah, you you're absolutely right man and sometimes you know the insecurities there and the doubts there cuz hey we're artists we're we're doing things that not a lot of people have the courage to and i'm not saying that like you know they they can't do it but it's it's scary bro yeah. it's scary to put yourself, to put out, yourself there. out there and put your art out yeah. there Cause you're gonna get a bunch of criti- um critics that think they know what they're talking about, and me personally, uh, fuck them, per you know, straight up. Because I I have a very okay. How do I put this? Like I'm not saying I I don't. It's not a pretentious look towards it, but I'm very confident in what I do, and I just know I have I'm delivering something very unique to the scene right now, or at least I'm trying to. Like yeah. 
obviously it takes time to build sound and it takes time to work on the structure of your music and that's it's just years in the process you know but what we got going on right now is pretty it's uh it's like the gas prices it keeps going up <laughs> Yeah, except I want one of those to go down. No, we need the guests to go down. We need the music to keep going. We need the music to go up, your 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 popularity to go up, and then the gas prices. I down. need the gas prices back at two. I'm like, please. I know. <laughs> I just painful, I just filled man. up. It, 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 normally, it takes me 25. It took me 40 last night, and I was just like, dude, like, no, please. Jeez. Um. So okay. So uh, 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 it's been a while since I had you on the show. And um, and I don't doubt that you've learned new things. Uh, uh, you've you've grown as a musician now. So, what is something that you recently learned that can benefit somebody right now listening that they're a rookie or uh, or probably in your stage intermediate at this point? Put yourself out there. Stop being scared. Go to go to shows. Go meet promoters. Have mixes ready. And just keep showing up. They're gonna say they can only say no to you so many times. Yeah, you keep poking some. They're go gonna to respond the same, at some point. So you go to the same promoter. You don't just shoot, you oh, shout. I go to different same. shows. I go like I'm just really active in the scene. I've, yeah. I have. I was pro- before that. I still was. You know, I was yeah. a grave kid for a while. So it's like yeah. it just so happened that I became an artist. And I don't want to say I'm good at talking to people. I'm just good at annoying people because I, I just don't <laughs> shut up. So like, but sometimes you know we have good talks and like yeah. um people kind of dig it. So. Uh, a lot of the promoters are kind of like that, you know. You just kind of talk to them like humans, show them what you got, and you gotta gotta dig deep through those opening sets a lot, man. Cause hey, we all start somewhere, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, till this day, I'm I'm playing sets that are super late in the night. But you you gotta sacrifice if you want to be an artist. That's it, you know. If yeah. you really want that, you're you're gonna sacrifice everything to get that and achieve that. Yeah. If you want to be a champion, you got to envision that every single day and work towards it every single day. Yeah. No, it reminds me like uh, uh, back in the day. Uh, I mean, you could use this quote for just about anything. It's like, hey, uh, how bad do you want X? So like say like, oh, how bad do you want to uh, 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 headline a show? It's like, oh, I want it that bad. Uh, w- are you willing to play a 4 a.m. show oh no i don't want to play a 4 a.m. show then you don't want it that bad shooting yourself in the foot all right then you don't want it yeah Uh, i mean i i don't know man i'm just i'm so used to the grind and like going through continuous cycles whether it be martial arts or you know uh you know culinary arts and stuff like that the things that i did before uh music it's just a grind, and it everything takes you've time. done in your life has been a grind. So it's any new pain is isn't anything new. It's just another grind. Here, here's the way I see it, and this is why I envision my success so much. If I can make it to Bones from a O'Charlie's, anything is possible. I mean, obviously I had help, but the skill speaks for itself. The exactly. skill is what kept me there. The skills is what kept exactly. You there. Yeah, the door was opened by you, but the skill kept me there. Mm-hmm. And you know. I look back at that a lot because that was a very massive accomplishment in my career. And, you know, it was humbling and it was just it was pretty dope because it just goes to show you, like, if you stick to it and you keep giving it everything, you'll you'll get it. But you got to wait. You got to be patient. You do. And you got to put in the work. Yeah. Patience is so undervalued now with like a lot of the artists that I see in the scene, like everybody wants to be the headliner. Everybody wants to do the massive opening set. It's just like. 
I get that. I feel that. But you know, like, why not do the chill opening set? Yeah. Or do the crazy closing set, or everything else in between, because everybody wants to rush to the top. Mm-hmm. Nobody enjoys the journey on the way. Nobody likes to smell the roses, and that's the best part. Yeah. I like to look at the flowers on the walk. You know what I mean? I like mean? to stop and take pictures and Literally. put a good nice filter on it. Yeah. Like, I'm not in a rush to get to that location. I'm going to get there. You're going to get there. I'm putting one foot forward every single day. Yeah. So I know I'm going to get there. You're just, you you haven't stopped moving. You haven't killed your momentum. Uh, you, you keep moving forward. No one can say, like, oh, that you've gone back. No, you've always, you've always been growing. And I want to say also, I know I'm going to get there. But all of my homies are going to get there, too. My collective, our collective. I'm sorry. It's not mine. It's our collective. Mine is a little, you know, egotistical. It's egotistical. our collective. It's all right. Our calm collective. down there. Even though, <laughs> even though I was one of the founders, everybody has a say. We're all equals. Good, and we yeah. all put in the work the same way. So it's our collective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've some met of your the, team. Like, they're some of the youngest, brightest talents in Atlanta. Like, very unique flows, very charismatic, just crowd controlling and en- high energy people. Yeah. Like they're really dope. They're all gonna make it too, because they do the same thing I do. They believe in themselves, they manifest, and they keep putting one foot forward every single day. I I tell them all the time: don't be upset, don't get discouraged. You guys are tracking it by miles, but you done been moving inches for weeks now. Yeah. What about accountability? They do you guys a strong accountability? Yes, yeah. very strong. Hey, are you in your uh, DAW, which is, you know, your digital audio workstation? It's what you call, you know, your musical software. That's what you do uh, use, you know, to create music. Or have you been using your DAW? Have you been mixing? Have you been sending out emails to these promoters? What have you been doing for your socials, which is a really big thing. We get on each other about that the most. Because in this day and age, you know, I'm personally, if I could delete all my stuff, I would because I could care less. But TikTok is one of the most advantageous like social media platforms ever. If you get a viral song on TikTok, you're good, man. Oh yeah. Labels will pick up your music left and right. Yeah. Um same thing with like I don't want to say with Insta and all that, but like it's just certain socials have certain things that they do for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And no we, we all just we, hold each other very accountable and we we keep pushing forward with our content, making sure everybody's consistent with the music that they're putting out and just everything in general, their branding, merchandising, all of that. Yeah. No, I saw that especially with um, uh, when uh, you, Alan, and I and, and Checkley, we went out to Taco Mac, and then Alan was like, "You know what? I feel like posting uh, 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 this video that I've been holding." And just from sitting there, and then in the spam of what thirty minutes, it already had like eight hundred views, and we were just like, "Whoa, holy crap!" So I can only imagine, yeah, you putting out a a, a, a mix of music that. You know, gets a lot of views and it's like, oh, hey, we need a sign. Yeah, I guy. wish. Yeah. Alan's going to get more views because he has funnier, <laughs> funnier videos. <laughs> Real yeah. random. Can Did I you just, huh? Can I curse? Yeah. Your man has funnier fucking videos. <laughs> funnier fucking videos than me, man. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> but um, I, now oh. that I got it on my chest. Yeah. yeah but no, nah, dude, I, I wish I got. Yeah, the attention that this man gets—he's just funny. Yeah, no, uh, 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 I saw Victor's uh, uh, on Instagram where they went to that bar in Liverpool versus I don't know who, and then he was just like Liverpool sucks. I'm just like, dude, you're gonna get killed like, out of pocket. <laughs> like That's that man's boys, crazy. Though. I love him. That's the boys. <laughs> I need to hang out with him more. <laughs> I need I need to feel a sense of danger. <laughs> 
they are danger. Yeah, I need all that. of us together is just yeah. a weapon of mass destruction. It's I, not good for anybody. I, I need to be around that. Uh, like I, a I, bunch of belligerent young men that grew up together, <laughs> just drinking and being <laughs> ridiculous for no reason. I li- like I was literally wa- normally I skip other people's shit. Uh, 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 victors I was actually watching it throughout the whole thing I was like oh my god like something bad is just gonna happen like oh, yeah, it, sure. it was it was actually entertaining um but yeah okay so going back when, when I said like okay what's something that you've learned and you said like you know shoot your shot put yourself out there so I'm like I'm guessing you've done that before but like are you starting to understand you that you did it recently to the point where it's like oh hey it's I'm not just saying put yourself out there. Here's why. Yes. Uh, I've been getting, and I'm blessed to say this, we've been getting a lot of recognition from a lot of the promoters in the city because of the way that we've been going about, you know, putting ourselves out there. We're just, it's very natural. It's not forced. You know, if they don't, if the promoter doesn't like our sound, we have 12 other artists that play a range of music. And they'll pick one one of them up. And we're not selfish with the shows. Like, mm-hmm. literally, like, if somebody hasn't ha- been in the rotation in a minute, somebody will be quick to give it up and be like, you got it this one. And then it just keeps going like that. Um, but, yeah, by us putting ourselves out there is the reason why we just continuously keep getting booked because now the promoters know us, know what we can do, know that we bring a lot more to the table now because yeah. of the collective. And I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy f- for, like, a year ago, um, man, it's June right now. Um, Tomorrow, June first. It's May. Last year, around March, was my first show ever in the city. Now I go in the city and people know our names, and it's just kind of mind blowing. And it's just like, like I, don't, I still don't know how to react to it. I'm not used to it, but like people <laughs> come up to us, they're like, "Hey, you know what's going on? Like, we really uh, like your music. We're like, dude, that's so sick. Like." <laughs> I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. I'm just like you, man. I'm just a rave kid that make. I'm, you know, the only difference between me and you is that I just pursued it. I loved it enough, and I was just like, man, fuck it. I'm down. Go. I, I love it, man. It, it it really does bring a smile to my face when I say that. Um, uh, it, it, like it, especially because like you're not. How do I say this? Um, uh, like, it, it is that quote. You're humble enough to not get carried away but you know your value so you're 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 in that good uh, you know sweet spot uh uh where you know you have those fans recognition and it's great but you don't let that you know tarnish you you're not like oh okay i made it kind of thing it's like you know you still have work to do won the championship yet. yeah so what is there to celebrate do you have even though we're not near uh uh, uh the end of the year do you have like kind of like a Okay, I want to try to accomplish this in 2022. Uh, I want two main stage sets. Um, what does that mean? So main stage just means that you're playing the main the main card of artists on the main stage. Okay. Like you're getting all the visuals, all the lights, and all of that. I want to do two main stage sets. I want to put that put out this EP, uh, four track EP. I have like three or four collabs in the works with different artists from like around the country. Nice. Um. And a couple singles. Like, I just released one. I'm about to distribute it on all platforms. Uh, yes, please. Um, I've just been it's waiting It's literally for a Game that. of Thrones one, too. Like, it's a Game of Thrones reference song. Damn it. Uh, it's metal as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to get it. I'm it's, just it's, saying. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. But, uh, 
yeah, those, those, uh, so musically, those are my goals. Um, yeah, I mean, and then get everybody else there too. Like, you know, get people to start putting out original music, get them to main stage shows. I want to try to play a festival this year, even if it's a local one. Um, are there like, uh, since I'm, I'm, I'm still very new to this, like I haven't even scratched the surface. Is there some here in Atlanta? Like I've never heard of because every time I see your story, you're you're always going to like either Tennessee, Florida, or somewhere, and I'm like, like lo- like local ones, like local festivals. Like, yeah, are there imagine is one of them. I will never be there because I just have a. I just think it's dumb. <laughs> I, the way I see it, and people can disagree with me. I don't really care. If I'm paying that much money to go to a festival, I'm not camping in Georgia. I'm going to another state to go experience a festival that's not near me. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, I just didn't think there was any in Georgia. Like, there's I've never, I've there's never a lot. So uh, imagine is like tier one. Imagine, but there's a lot of tier threes around us. There's a bunch of tier threes. Yeah, you just gotta find them. You know, and those are less promoted, obviously, because they're not tier one promotion. Mm-hmm. But like those, they do get you know a bunch of crowds that come out, a bunch of good artists to come play, and all that. I just because. Uh, a lot of my friends are in, in, in your scene and stuff, and I just, like, I haven't seen them uh, post anything where they'll be at a festival here in Georgia. So I, I was just led to believe uh, festivals aren't here in Georgia, or if they were, it was, like, super small and not known, and the other ones are in, uh, in Orlando or in Tennessee and stuff like that. Georgia festivals are cursed. <laughs> Why? They get canceled a lot. Oh no, really? Stuff, I swear. You you can go look back at the history. They get they get canceled a lot because it it always rains out on the day of the festival. That's what happened last year. It was raining so hard they had to cancel the whole thing. And how long are festivals? They're usually like a weekend, a f- right? Three four day. Yeah. Usually we do four because. You know, I mean, why? <laughs> exactly. Like I said, we're paying all that money. I'm getting my money's worth yeah, I'm out of my this festival. Worth. Damn. Uh, so it usually always gets rained out. Wow, wow, fun. I didn't, I didn't know. Hopefully that. not this year, but I mean, I don't care. I'm not going to Imagine anyways. <laughs> However, I did since they canceled Imagine last year. There was twenty thousand people in Atlanta, and I got to play like two or three shows because of that. Like promoters were like reaching out left and right, like, "Hey, we need artists. We need artists. We're trying to book these cards right now to get all these people to come through." I was like, "Yo, give me like seven. We did three, but it was it was sick. Like it was pretty fun seeing a bunch of different new faces. Even if it was like five or ten people, that's what people don't realize. You don't have to play for thousands and thousands of people. If I could get ten people, fifteen people rocking, like all in, like they're all like, "Wow, this guy's going crazy." I did my job because not everybody's gonna like your music, but if fifteen people within that room in an intimate setting love what you're doing, you're doing something right. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, because, like, at that point, it is definitely uh, quality over quantity. And it's not even, like, that cop-out, like, oh, that you're only aiming. Uh, uh, like, if you're in a room of 100 people and only 15 are, are, are really liking it, no, like, you as an artist, you want to try to please the majority of the room. You as an artist, again, you're your bit, biggest critic. You're going to go home and you're going to be like, okay, listen, great that those 15 people liked it, but, like, I do got some work to do because... That's just unacceptable. I, I'm the problem, not them. 
And then you do got to work on it. But like, yeah, if you're in a small venue and it's only 15 people and they're all rocking it, that's a 100% success rate. Absolutely. Like right there. Like, yep. yeah. And like, yeah, don't get me wrong. People, it looks better. Like, oh, you're playing in this huge venue. It's thousands of people. All right, great. But like start, like you said, like going back to it, you got to start appreciating the journey, the roses, appreciate those small venue, rock out that small venue. You have no excuse in a way to not see that as a challenge because yeah, not everybody's going to like your music. Who's to say that a small venue of those 15 people are even going to like your music? So why not? So yeah, I I, I like your mindset. I I like the way you put it. But a good DJ is going to be a good DJ. Mm -hmm. So they're going to like my music because I DJ. I don't just play dubstep. I DJ. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Okay, so like, uh, just to get this on on record, because I was trying to promote you uh, yesterday, and like, I didn't know what to say too much, but like, I was still hyping you up. So if somebody comes up to you, yeah, you're a DJ, but like, if somebody comes up to you, like, or you're talking to a promoter or whatever, and they say, like, what do you play? H- how do you respond to that? Bass music, like straight yeah, up. Because dubstep is too like, like vague. It's dubstep. Yeah. I play bass, and bass is the uh, umbrella term of, like, all of that. It's a massive mixture of all of it, you know, because I don't just stick to one style or free flow through a lot of it. Um, is bass something specific? Because I've heard other terms. I've heard bass. I mean, I call it bass, bass music because it's what that's what the part of, that's what's emphasized within this music, the bass, you know? Mm, so okay. it, dubstep, rhythm, freeform, experimental, all of that, it, like, emphasizes the bass. Yeah. Um, I'm a house DJ, too, but... <clears throat> Honestly, uh, if you were to hit me up, I probably wouldn't take it because it's just not my brand. And I've told everybody in my collective that they should stand by their brand regardless. Yeah. Because if I do great on this house set, they're going to want me to do do it again. And I'm no, I'm not a house DJ. Like, I love house music and I love playing it. But that's not where I see my future. Not at least right now, you know, maybe later down the road, I could start a side project. But I'm trying to create something for myself right yeah. now. So I have to stick to that. Uh, speaking of brand okay how how do you how do you find your brand is it something simple as uh uh you grew up listening to an artist and you almost kind of want to imitate them in a way like like for me for example like i love linkin park and it like when i was young i was like oh man i would love to be in a rock band and kind of be like linkin park except you know still be different be unique but like i would like to be like linkin park not like oh man i like linkin park so I'm going to try to be a rapper like Drake, <laughs> like something different like that. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, it, it ain't nothing wrong with Drake. I'm just saying, like, Checkley will shoot me. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, so how do you like, find how, how do you find your sound uh, or do like you your, just your vibe, your aesthetic? Yeah, it's I dude. That's a great question. It just I'm not forcing it. It's coming naturally to me. And I've just like come to terms with the like I listen to my the music that I make a lot. I try to find the themes in it. And I've just found out that I, like, go for darker themes all the time. And that just comes from all the metal music that I used to listen to, all the emo rap that I listened to. And I kind of, I felt, I liked it. And I was just like, I don't know, maybe I should keep going with this. And then on this recent drop, um, shout out to homie uh, Anthony Costa. He's our visual and graphic designer um, on the team. I sent him my my song. I was like, hey, man, uh... Could you help me out with the vi- like, like a visualizer for the um you know as a reel for Instagram and all that and TikTok? He was like, yeah, I got you. And he was like, do you have anything in mind? And I was like, no, nah, just make that shit dark, dark, dark themes. 
And then he was just like, that's it. And I'm like, you're the artist, man. Do your job. <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. And then he, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was pretty, that was, shit was pretty cool, man. Yeah. I saw um, a little teaser of it. But like, yeah, you know, that's what I'm going for. It's, I, I don't know. Like my biggest, one of my biggest musical inspirations in this world is Slipknot. Yeah. I idolize them. And I guess I kind of go with that, but like I also understand that my music has a very strong hip hop element to it, you know, and like with the bass music, so it's kind of his own thing. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I mean, uh, uh, again, uh, take my word with for a grain of salt. Like I, I'm, I'm still a rookie at this. I, I just, I, I feel like the rave crowd. Now, don't get me wrong. Like you did introduce me to, um, like, uh, metal. Uh, I guess metal dubstep, metal EDM, and all that. Uh, Death step is dubstep. Death step. Death step. Okay. Uh, you did introduce me to that, and I was like, oh, I didn't know. I thought it was just mainly, you know, like techno, hip hop, hip hop uh, kind of genre. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's like, you know, like the mainstream for sure. Like, would you agree with that? <coughs> it's funny because techno, for a while there stop being mainstream but like yeah. it's one of the fastest growing genres in the country again like it's rapid right yeah. now no, this techno EDM show is world... not for me um but i i dig it like it's maybe it was a style of techno that was being played that night mm -hmm. but like uh now the promotions in the city are going crazy with it though it's not my cup of tea but like those parties are pretty fire though like yeah the vibe and everything that they're doing with them it's pretty dope i just like what i was leaning towards is that like i'm definitely uh, uh, if I'm going to go to that kind of crowd, I'm expecting to be hyped. Uh, like, I kind of want to jump up. I kind of want to be in, like, uh, lack of a better term, like, uh, uh, happy kind of thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my dark. I love my dark. Don't get me wrong. But, like, my dark is... Uh, 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 it's almost exclusive to, like, when I'm working out when I'm in my feelings or sometimes when I'm in with a crowd and we're all sharing it and it's a, a happy dark because like you're around all these people and you're sharing uh, uh, your love for the music, the love for the artist. Um, but for the vast majority, I would say that I, I just want to get hyped. Like I, I want to be like, yeah, whatever, happy. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Again, don't, don't take my word seriously. I'm just, I'm just shitballing here. Heard. But yeah, like so. Going back to finding your sound, uh, what what's give it a little specific? Like when you were in your musical journey in the very beginning, were you like, oh, let me try to see if I can scratch uh, dubstep or or techno, and then you you found bass and you were like, I like this better. I'm better um, with this. I guess it was just my mentor at the time was we all like EDM, so he taught me how to download music and utilize the music within that um, DJing software. So that's kind of how I went about it. And then I learned my, I taught myself open format mm -hmm. just for like side gigs at restaurants and weddings and stuff like that. Um, it's not, they're very different. Both of them are very different. You got to know how to finesse both of them, honestly. Um, <coughs> yeah. um But, as far as the sound goes, I, w I mean, dude, I used to be a house DJ. Last year when I started, I was spinning house music. Yeah. And then when me and Sebastian started working on music together again, I kind of just realized I'm like, 
I don't know. I don't think this house shit's for me right now. Like, I know for a fact that I've loved bass music since the beginning of time. Since, like, you know, when Skrillex introduced the world to bro step and stuff, you know? Um, so I was just like, you know what? Why not pursue that? Yeah. I, uh, worked at it just kept going and kept going and just spinned throughout the nights like from 2017 to now and yeah just developed i it didn't happen overnight it's up like hours upon hours of practice on like on a like a dj board at home in front of nobody yeah you know damn yeah so as like as far as the sound goes for djing I guess it was just like it happened organically. Yeah. The sound for producing is still happening because I'm just still learning how to produce still. I have the mechanics down, I think, you know, we'll see when everybody listens to the track. Um, but I'm still working really hard as, as to figuring out how what my sound is and just like constantly breaking the barrier of how like I can layer my drums or make my sub bass sound louder or just, you know, make these leads and melodies just really pop out, you know, outside of everything else. I know those are really technical terms, but... No, I mean, it's not necessarily for me as well as also for the audience because somebody who knows what you're saying is going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I get that. Um, I have seen you work, like, you're constantly working, like, every day on some new sound. I'll be realistic with you. It's not every day. I definitely do take breaks. I'm a very firm believer in don't force yourself to write. Like if I get behind the, um, if I get in my studio and I'm forcing myself to write music, close my laptop, (coughs) go upstairs, call my friends, go outside with my dog, do any other thing. Cause you got to let it flow, man. That's where writer's block comes from. You know, people try to write when they like, don't have any inspiration inspo or like and a direction or stuff like that and then you get frustrated with what you make because like it just doesn't sound good yeah so those moments i just take a step back you know but working five days out of out of the week instead of like seven off 14 off is way better it's way more consistent yeah just because you take two or three days off doesn't mean anything you're still doing it constantly consistently like uh uh, but like I, i i have seen you consistently work on like sound and all that so is that currently what you're working on uh is just you know future projects or are you a lot of things man yeah i'm work. i have my i'm just always busy now it yeah. sucks <laughs> it really sucks but this. it's like a no, good yeah uh it's kind of like you know my boss said from my um you know my job pressure is a privilege yeah a lot of people are comfortable with their lives and have zero pressure the ones that do they're chasing something and they're scared that they might not get it and that they might not succeed. And that's where the pressure comes in. And that shit's a privilege. That, not a lot of people get that. No, I feel that 100%. I feel that with school. Because, like, sometimes, like, you know, we sit there and I'm, like, stressed out because I'm trying to hit these deadlines or I'm trying to finish this track to send out to people or do this and that. But then I realize I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm working on something. I'm not bullshitting like I was five years ago. Yeah. I like that. And I like that because you, you, you're saying like, because you can admit your flaws. You can admit your faults in the past. Like, oh, you know Man, what? I in was the a past- party demon when I was like at 21. <laughs> dude, I didn't even care. I had such a good time. If I could go back and do it again, I probably would. I would too. Yeah. I probably would. I don't care. I, I would too. I'd like, whatever. I mean, don't get me twisted. Like, I, I still do it now, but like, it's just a lot more responsible. No, There's yeah, a lot of for structure sure. to a lot of the things you do now. So yeah, I was hanging out with a, a, a couple of buddies of mine that, uh, uh, 
couple of weeks ago, and they're all younger than me. That sounds bad to say, but it's the truth. And I was going wild. And then they're like, I feel like you're just trying to make up for lost time. And I was like, you know yep, what? A part absolutely. of me. Absolutely. Goddamn a right. little bit. <laughs> Fucking right I am. The past, a little bit. The present, I mean, how do I say this? <laughs> I've been telling this to a lot of people lately. The future doesn't exist and the past is gone. The only thing you could do is live right here in this moment right now. Hell yeah. No, because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have... I love my past, and I, I definitely have fun. Uh, would I do some some stuff different? Of course, everybody everybody would say that. I wouldn't but change a single fucking thing. I would change some things, but like not I don't. All, but they're like not even regrets. The little minor yeah, details yeah, have minor shaped things. you into who you are today, for sure. And you know, there I'll, I'm still gonna say like there are some things I would change, but like I'm not. I don't. They're not regrets though. I don't care. Like if 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 somebody came with the opportunity, it's like hey. I'll give you the chance to uh, uh, fix that, but like you have to live with that decision and whatever impact. I'm gonna say no because you're right. I, I like where I ended up, so it's whatever. Um, but uh, uh, but that being said, no, yeah, this is it's like it was it was funny when my friends like, oh, I feel like you're trying to make up for lost time. I'm like, yeah, part of it, kinda, yeah, because you you gotta live in the moment and you gotta enjoy the moment. It's whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to think about the future, but it's funny because. I'm a busy person too, and now I constantly, in a way, have to think about the future. Where something as simple as hanging out with people now, uh, uh, now I have to like almost schedule a hangout. It is what it is. I don't, I don't regret it, but it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's Why? reality. It's reality. It's growing up, man. We're adults now. Everybody adults. has shit to do all the time. I don't even have kids yet. I'm not married or anything. I'm I still have, have to like. I still have to I'm schedule. Get dogs. Until the day I die. Yeah. I, my dream is to have 20 acres of land and 50 fucking hound dogs surrounding me. That would be dope. That's my dream. Yeah. I don't want the fame. I don't want all of this money. I want to go retire in Wyoming. Well, you need the money so you can get the land and all that. Well, yeah, obviously. And, the, and all the dogs. And so they can live comfortably. But, like, I just want to go into a remote-ass location and forget about everything and just exist. I feel that. I want a family. Yeah, I don't care. Peaceful life. <laughs> Everybody has their own thing. I I I want a family. I, I, I want to pass down what I know and watch little me's grow and hopefully do a good job. Yeah, we're firm believers of FTK around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So like what? Uh, all right. Going back to pressuring you. When can people? I mean, we're not we're not done, even though it sounds like we're done. We're not done. Like, when can people expect at least your single drop, your original, your like the one that I have out right now? Like, wait, okay, it so it's I have already I already have a single out right now, streaming on SoundCloud, uh, for the major platforms. Yeah. Uh, that just depends when the distributor decides to tell me that they're ready to, because it takes time. Like, really, they have to get it ready and then send it out to the platforms, and then you got to create. Because I don't have a profile on any of those platforms yet. I have to create a profile with them, uh, get that situated, and then actually start, like, actually release music on them. Damn. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's getting to the point that I need a manager. Dude, it's, man, if I had more free time, I, I actually would want to. Like, that sounds fun. But, no, man, it, it, holy, okay, I already know, like, just just from the surface level, not even from the surface level, but still, 
uh that what you do is way harder than doing a podcast doing a podcast is oh is, man is, dude, is don't fucking, do that no no don't, wait I shut up no I, no, 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 no 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 shut up shut up like here's why i can say this for a fact all i did was set the cameras hit record uh, uh set up the mics hit record now we're talking. That's it. Like, and 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 that's only video podcasts. Like, I could literally strip the cameras, and it's just the mics, and we're talking. Like, doing a pod. Listen, there's a reason why. Like, don't get me wrong. I love what I do, but uh, a podcast is so much easier than making music. And here's why too. Here's why a podcast, uh, whether it's a it's a short interview or or a long interview. Uh, and people can take breaks and all that stuff. Uh, uh, people can start the episode for 10 minutes and come back to it whenever they want. But music, you have to grab somebody within like 10 seconds. People are so quick to judge music than a, a podcast. A podcast, a lot of people put it on background until it grabs their attention. But music, you got to grab them within like 10 seconds, especially for me. Because then they're, they'll, they'll play a song. This doesn't grab you in like 10 seconds. You're like... All right, this, this is not my music. But maybe the song gets better in 30 seconds in, but you judged it too quickly. Look, anybody that judges a song within the first 10 seconds just needs to reevaluate everything because the first 10 seconds of any song is just the intro aspect of a song. Yeah. It starts getting into the song after the 10-second mark. Yeah. But that's a problem with this younger generation. Uh, I mean, they all have short attention spans. Yeah. I refuse to make my music appeal to the youngsters because that's not how I want to present my art. Yeah, if they don't like it, then they can listen to it in five years and realize, like, wow, this shit was crazy. Yeah. But I'm not going to switch it up right now. I refuse to do that. I stand by the art, and I stand by what we're doing and, like, how we do it, you know? Yeah. So, because that is a big thing now. Um, They try to cut your track time down a lot and try to get it TikTok ready and all that. And I'm just like, nah, I'm not doing all that shit. <laughs> I refuse to do that shit. I'm not going to... I already am, like, super anti-establishment, so what makes you fucking think that I'm going to do that shit? <laughs> you think I'm going to listen to your authority? I'm a, Now I'm going to go out of my way to do this shit. Yeah. Man. Like, not do it. Yeah. You know? I like that. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck everything. But, like, what I was going to say is, though, is uh, 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 going back to where I was saying, like, the podcast is easier. Uh, besides the technical thing that I just said, uh, you know, have some water, man. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm grown. Cheers to that. No, but what I was going to say is like distributing. As soon as I'm done editing this episode, all I have to do is like uh, uh, once it's complete, all I have to do is right click, copy link, go to this website. I use Red Circle that does my distributing and literally paste on one URL and it, it sends it to everything to uh apple Podcasts, spotify uh youtube is the only one where i have to do it manually but that takes me literally uh 10 seconds and then that's it but like i literally right click copy link put it on one thing write a description about like what the in uh, interview is about a little bit and put the title that's it and it gets distributed uh, within 24 hours, that's it. Uh, it. It does like a scan to make sure that there isn't any uh, copyright stuff, which obviously everything I do is original. Uh, and then that's it. And then like my shit's distributed within 24 hours. I guess 
with you, I know you have more experience with the music. I guess it it takes a little bit longer, and I'm just like, oh darn man, like, er. But I invested in you. Yeah, it takes time. Uh, it takes uh, time because uh, I want it. Like I said, like I, I I want it. I have Apple Music. That's all I use to listen to my music. And Spotify's trash on that. Spotify's only good for podcasts. And I just want to download it, have it on my arsenal, and then when I listen to it, it pops up on shelf, and I'm like, this is the shit. My track, Valor Maguiles, will be live on all platforms within a month. I'll tell you that right now. What? I'm sending, yeah, it'll be live on all platforms within a month. Within a month. Yes. Like, by the end I'm of sending, June. I'm sending, like, I have the final master ready right now. Yeah. Or I'm probably going to go in on it and work a little bit more, uh, work on those levels, because the master that I have right now is for live performance. Mm-hmm. They're two different things. You can push the levels on the, on, on a um, live performance one a little harder so that the sound system works, right? Yeah. But for distribution, you got to make sure that the, it sounds good in here. Yeah. So I got to uh, rework it a little bit. But once it sounds good enough for that, I'm going to send it into, uh, I use uh, DistroKid, the homie, um, shout out uh, Keep Guru. He's one of the guys in my collective. He put me on to uh, this website called DistroKid, and that is the distribution website. That um, They run copyright things first, and then they just send it out. Yeah, but so, that takes time. Just depends on how fast they want to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I Dude, yeah. I'm super new to distribution. Like, I'm no, r- brand I, new to this. I literally, I went on YouTube, I went on Google, and I was like, all right, how do I get my podcast on all platforms? And they gave me three different distributing uh, uh, programs or websites. Two of them you had to pay for. One of them was free, but the, the, the trade-off is that uh, if it starts to make money, uh, they take a big like fifteen percent, while the other ones, uh, you you Look, pay just to use the service and whatever money you make, you make. I'm not making any money. Hold on, listen, so. let me let me let me throw this out there too for all my young aspiring artists. You got to pay to play. You got to pay to play. Yeah, like this shit ain't free. It it takes money and it takes investment. Yeah, you have to invest in the best shit. I like and I cannot like. I uh, slightly disagree with that. If you okay. Let's say an example. Mm-hmm. This is one of your first tracks. Yeah. But it's nice. It's nasty. And you send it out through the main distribution. Those royalties aren't, most of that shit ain't coming back to you because, yeah, they did it for you at a cheaper price, but they're keeping all that revenue. Mm-hmm. And this is where the confidence comes in, though. But if you feel like, yo, man, screw it. I'm going to use this level of distribution because I believe in my track that much. And it pops off. All that bread's coming back to you. Most of it, at least. Obviously, they they always get their cut. But you want more of... You want a... a let's see. Realistically, at this level, you want more of a, a, a 40-60 with them. Not like a 25-75. Yeah. Or like an 80-20-80, uh, you know? You want at least like 40% of your, 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 your you know, money coming back to you from that track that you produced. That you probably mastered by yourself. I don't know. I'm just I. I like to. I'm. I'm. Dude. I'm. I'm a risky ass motherfucker. I'll roll those dice every fucking day. I, listen. Hey. More power to you. I just like. There's nothing wrong with like. Same like what you just said. Like having confidence in yourself, knowing what you have, and then betting on you. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think like you don't have to punish yourself by doing a a forty sixty. Like you take forty, they take sixty. No. I think it should be flipped around. I think. Uh, you should take sixty, and they take forty. Man, I in a perfect world, bro. I wish. Yeah, they got the power though. Like, I even though you write the music, like, 
they're they're they are the reason how like that's gonna be like sorry let me yeah. get my words together they're the reason why your music reaches these people yeah so obviously you know they're gonna take a bigger cut you know but once you start getting to that next level you can sit down with your distributor and start renegotiating yeah you know what I mean and that's where the contracts don't coming out that's where record labels come in. And EDM record labels are completely different from, like, hip-hop and, like, regular music. Like, I don't know how to begin to explain it, but mm-hmm. as of right now, my collective, if we wanted to, could start a record label. And it'd be called, it, like, it's in the works, by the way. Channel 5 Records coming soon, by the way. Channel 5? Channel 5 Records coming <laughs> soon. You know what Channel 5 stands for? No, I just think of, like, a news thing, Channel 5. We're on a different frequency. Okay. See, man, you come up with, like, the best name. Last Call, like, there's a reason for it. It's great. No, that just comes from my alcoholism when I was 23. But, 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 like, but I like it, though. Yeah, Last Call for Bass, motherfucker. It's still... Last Call for Bass. It's still... It's still a great name. Like, I'm just like... I don't know, bro. I like giving nicknames and shit, man. I don't know. I just... I've always had fun with it. Yeah. Uh, But, nah, I mean, like I said, branding. Branding, sir. Yeah. Channel 5. We want a different frequency. Nobody's fucking with us. I mean... Bless up to everybody else in the scene, but, you know, we're doing our thing, too. Changing the topic to something unrelated, uh, have you seen Kenobi? Let's talk about something else. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I haven't seen it. I just, let's talk about something else. Okay. Well, let me, let me I'm not going to spoil it, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to specifically talk about it. I, I, I just feel like I have to say this. I want to get it on record just in case somebody sees it and, and tries to, I, I start shit. Um. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, it's cool to hate on Disney and all that stuff. But here's one of the reasons why I hate Disney. I feel like I hate Disney for, like, a legit reason is because, dude, they are milking Star Wars. That's all they're doing. They're milking Star Wars and Marvel. I'm sorry. Like, there's too many Star Wars stuff out now. I I don't care. Unpopular opinion. I don't care. I just feel like it needs to be said. There are too many Star Wars stuff out. That's a sin. Dude, I don't care. Watch your mouth. It's, I just, I just, like, I honestly. You can like give me all the content from Star Wars, and I'll eat that shit up until I die, dude. See, they, and they love you. I, I'm, I'm, hey, I love them, dude. There's two Mandalorians. Many. Heat, Boba Fett is heat. What else is that? I think that's it right now. But they're both fire. Kenobi and and is out now. They're both fire shows. Mandalorian is genuinely what everybody I ever seen wanted. Two yet. <laughs> oh, it's it's so good. It's w- way better than first season. That's insane. Way better. I can see that. Like I, it's w- so the story arcs in that. Like whoever the writer is for that show, somebody give this man an award because he's really writing some good stuff. That show shitted on the newest three movies. Oh yeah, for, that's easy to do. That's a layup. God. I'll, I'll, I still like episode seven in a way. Like, like it, it's, it, I'm, I will defend it to a, a little bit, but it's whatever. It's not that great. It's just a guilty pleasure. Uh, eight and nine are trash, complete trash. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I just think there's too many Star Wars stuff, and I just kind of wanted to vent on it a little bit. But that's it. That, that was it. That was my attempt to kill the dead air, and now going back to it. Uh, but no, I, this actually popped in t- uh, uh, to me r- right now. So what's uh, what's something you talk about your collective a lot? Yes, Channel uh, Five, Channel Five, Channel Five. 
honestly, you kept saying collective. I literally thought like the name was collective, which I think would have sounded. Nah, I think like, collective, collective sounds better. So I'm going to start one, and we're going to take collective. So it's a t- uh, all collective means is just a team of us, but like we I know co- we come together. Yeah, we literally cool. just come together and do the same shit. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but what about Channel 5? I could talk about them all day. Channel 5. I'll, I'll respect the name. Channel 5. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll start with something basic. How like how often do you guys try to meet up? To, we like, meet up collab? once a month every uh, on the first of every Wednesday. My meeting with them actually is tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, we have a meeting tomorrow to discuss uh, our new game plans for uh, our new our game plans for the next three months, goals for the next three months, who has what shows. What's going on with everybody's uh, music production? What's going on with people's mixes? Just seeing where everybody's at. You know, what's mm-hmm. the vibe? What's going on here? You know, just touching base and everything. Yeah. We are also talking about, like, some serious shit, like some profit sharing within the group. Like, just some other things. Because uh, I don't want to get into it because that's our business. Like, yeah. business is business. But we help each other a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else you want to ask. I mean, there's 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 a lot of good stuff about them, man. They're they're all uniquely like most of us are experimental, freeform based DJs, mm-hmm. with the exception of Joey. He is a house DJ and like big room electro progressive house. So like those really main stage old school vibes, but like main stage vibes. Man's heat. He's fire. He's really good at what he does. Uh, so uh, besides Joey, you said that most of you are freeform and experimental based experimental base if you to have a team like now i don't know what uh, uh, teams are because i'll be honest i literally thought you know if you're trying to be a dj it's complete independent besides your team of like your manager your producer your this and that's your question name a rapper right now just a random rapper drake wu-tang clan how many people are in wu-tang clan well, phase two. No. RZA, RZA Giza, Old Dirty Bastard, Method oh, Man, Red Man, Ghostface Killer. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, a <laughs> lot of them. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> a lot of them. And do you know, so when I want to approach our business, uh, when we go we'll have our meetings, I try to, uh, I write down points of emphasis that we need to talk about. And then I kind of just like, you know, look at leadership things and, look at the musical history and just kind of see trends and patterns. And I've noticed one thing in musical history that is reoccurring. Most of these artists that join a collective or, or get like become a group. I'm just saying this through hip hop. Cause I watch a lot of hip hop evolution for inspiration. Uh, Wu-Tang clan on future, ASAP mob, all those guys, they're all individually talented, mm-hmm. like individually just nasty yeah. rappers and great artists. And they know that, but they came together still and made something special and different. And that's why you know those names. Because they came together and did that as a team. And obviously they pursued individual like you know contracts and stuff. But they still did that as a team and they still fuck with each other. Okay. And if you like think about it. You take one stick and bend it. It's going to break. You take five or six and try to bend them. You're not going to break them. Strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this. It's it's all it's a there's like there's a science to this man low key yeah no I, I I'm not I'm not critiquing that I was just saying that uh you, like you mentioned that uh, Joey is the one that does a different sound yet you have other people who do the same sound like 
shouldn't wouldn't you want to recruit people who do different sounds like oh we already have somebody who we do bass. it's just it's kind of hard because like we don't just accept this isn't an open invite not collective. saying that if you play bass and the next person you recruit is plays bass is going to be the same thing no because like no i mean like you're saying like variety within the genre yeah yeah no we're not opposed to it yeah um it's just most of it's, you just like bass yeah no nah, not really it's just the people that we vibe with they we, they we all play the same music but okay. like I met Joey. Literally, this is the funniest shit ever. I never respond to post on like, AT, um, like Camp ATL or uh, ATL EDM those Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. I never respond because I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about these people. But one day, I don't know. Like, dude, it's so fucking weird how life works. I don't know what provoked me to respond to this man. But Joey was just like, "Are there any artists in the city that you know would like to work together?" And I'm just like. Yo, what's up, bro? Literally, just yeah. like that. Three days later, we we're at my homeboy Anthony's house, all mixing and getting together to go play our first show at Iris. And then that's right there. That one takeover is what. So we were already building our collective, but that takeover just put like it cemented the bricks together. Like yeah. it's what really got us going and started building our foundation as a team. Nice. And then slowly we started stacking more and more people, bringing in more talent. And uh, just dispersing the love, man, and just giving everybody shows, and just making sure everybody's getting like getting the work in, you know. Uh, yeah, it was. It's it's pretty. I don't know. It's cool. It's humbling, you know. It's just like now, now I really gotta work because I I have people that I I'm, I work with all the time. So, yeah. and they we all look up to each other, you know. So if one of us fucks up, or we're gonna go we're gonna go over there to them, hug them, comfort them. So come on, wipe your tears. Let's let's keep it going. You're not gonna quit. There is no quitting anymore. Quitting doesn't exist. Mm-mm. Quitting isn't. It, it, we don't even know what that means. No, what is that? Exactly. Define it. I can't define it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm allergic to it. I don't know what it is, but I know I'm allergic to Shit, it. You're gonna have to make me die because I'll <laughs> never stop. Oh man, no. I that's love, the mentality, though. That's no, that's, that's the mentality. mentality you gotta have. And, and and people like to scoff on that. It's like, oh, you're trying to talk tough. It's like, okay, here's the thing. I'm not trying to. I'm see- sorry that you're projecting your jealousy because I'm confident yeah. in what I'm doing. It, it's like, listen, I'm not trying to act tough for you, right? No, I'm saying like, <laughs> oh, I, it's it's over there if you want it, like, because that's that's right now. Oh, okay, I mean, is it cool? I mean, go ahead. That's why it's there, dude. Your family. I don't want to go across the camera. Like you're 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 closer. On you can have any that's on the table. We'll be right back. Sorry about that, guys. We are back. You good? You know, chilling, vibing. What were we talking about again? Bullshit. <laughs> no, uh, I couldn't even tell man, you. Man, sorry we had technical difficulties. That was on my end, but everything is back. God, I hate technical difficulties. But we are good. We're, we're talking about the collective. To, to. We're talking about the collective. The collective, that's right. That, thank you. Uh, that was going to kill me, actually. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, I was like mentioning, like, okay, if you have some people with uh, uh, basically the same genre, but it's not the same genre because, like, just because two people. Uh, who play bass, who prefer bass, they're not going to produce the same sound. It's just, they just like bass. They're going to Yeah, produce they're all that. uniquely their own. Yeah, they're still going to be unique. Um, but uh, uh, speaking of the collective, uh, Channel 5, 
different frequency. I like that. Uh, so you guys meet uh, the f- uh, first Wednesday of every month, so once a month. Um, but you guys obviously and we get we do get togethers too, like like you know yeah we'll get together before we all have takeovers before we play shows we go out oftenly like yeah very I'm very big on like us hanging out yeah because chemistry comes from bonding and learning oh, yeah. other each and, other and, and like, there's only so friends. much you can even get from that with virtual like you, no literally you, you, I'm you like do gotta I literally be tell them all the time I'm like man fuck the music shit I'm trying to chill like yeah. let's go let's go watch a movie let's go bullshit like yeah because that's how you develop. Really strong relationships with people. Yeah, like I love the music. Don't get me. Don't get it wrong. But it doesn't have to be the only thing we do. Like we're gonna be working for a long time. I might as well get to know who you are. There you go. No. Uh. Uh. uh well said. Um. Uh. No. It seems like you have a good team. Uh. But Wonderful. like, like they're great people. But like, like, I, like what what I was trying to lean towards is uh uh is that okay? So you 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 guys meet uh, once a month uh, to like really talk business it's not necessarily about like music in the sense it's like how can you guys move forward as a unit exactly that's great um and i don't doubt that you guys have a group chat and stuff like like you said like you guys are holding each other accountable and all that stuff and and hang out shoot the shit whatever uh but like as a unit you know uh, uh, you being a co-founder, like who does what and how do you guys operate? If it, if it's if it's secretive, then you know we'll we'll stop it there. But like, nah, man, I don't care. We could talk about that. But like, how how, how do you guys move? Because like, again, somebody who's who who's not in the business, like the way I see it, it's like, oh hey, uh, and this is why I'm not in charge. And people can laugh at me. This is why I'm saying this is okay. I need all the musicians to come up with at least three originals. And like three different mixes, that way we have something under our belt, and then uh, uh, then we need to get somebody who's in charge of promoter uh, promotion. I'll be that like. So check it. Um, we have we literally our last meeting we discussed departments of within our collective that we needed to focus on: artist relations, social media management, graphic design, logistics, and finance. Um. My uh, the homie Anthony Frozo, one of the one of the three founders, is the head guy of artist relations because he just knows a lot of people. He knows how to talk to a lot of people. I, I kind of just follow by him like a little duckling and just pay attention to everything he does because like this man has really like he's really good with his words and knows how to speak business, but like like without like being an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's just really good at being friendly, but getting to that point. It's like we can be friendly, but hey, let's yeah, talk. Like, we're, we're gonna get to it. Yeah, let's talk know? business. Uh, we got. And musical production, I'm sorry, that's another one. Musical production is headed by Sebastian and our friend Kenna, Keep Guru. Uh, they're the most experienced producers in the whole uh, group. So they're the, in spe- in sense, Kenna produces on FL Studios and Sebastian produces on Ableton. I produce on Ableton. So, like, it's kind of split up in, in the uh, collective right now between the people that use FL and Ableton. And I'm just going to say this on the record. It doesn't fucking matter what doll you use. It's just a preference thing. Mm-hmm. Before people start Agreed. like bashing, you know what? Bash me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like Ableton. Yeah, but some people like FL. You know what yeah. I mean? Some people like Dr Pepper. Some people like Coca Cola. It it's just a preference thing. Yeah, that's all there is. We're to still it. drinking soda. Literally, we're still making music. We're still mi- we're still cooking up some fire ass beats at the end exactly. of the day, and that's all that matters. It, the only difference with uh, uh, softwares and stuff that I found, especially with editing, is like I'm not tech savvy. So I literally told Steven, uh, I was like, hey, man, what's 
what's something that's like kind of user friendly, something that I can, you know, sink my teeth into. And, and he was telling me, he was like, Premiere Pro, here's why it is user friendly. There's many tutorials and also I can help you. And then right there, he sold me as long as I have somebody who can help me. That was it. So that's then all I you got need. it. That's all you need. <clears throat> you just need a mentor. Look, another tip <clears throat> for my upcoming producers and artists. All you need a mentor is for them to teach you how to use your DAW and help you go about the mechanics of using that software. Learning how to write music comes from within. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the tutorials and stuff like that and like me helping my friends or like them helping me structure a song and learning the structure over and over again. Yeah. But once you get those fundamentals down, then that's when this shit just turns into a blank canvas and you just start fucking cooking and painting and doing all that crazy shit in there. That's where that starts coming in. Yeah. But like I said, you got to crawl before you go walk and walk before you run. And same thing with sprinting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because last last year around March or April, I had Ableton Light. And you can only run six to eight tracks on that. And you know what I was doing? Fuck the limitations. I'm cooking a beat every day. Or I'm, I'm, I'm learning a new melody or trying these different things. And then uh, when Sebastian gifted me, you know... Ableton 11, uh, shout out to shout out to him by the way, cause I, I owe a lot to him for that, <clears throat> like for sure. Uh, that's when that shit really opened up, cause like it was different, cause I was using Ableton 10 Lite, and then I went to Ableton 11, which is the newest one, but I kind of had a feeling for it already. And then once I started getting it down and making songs, and like you know, granted, like the songs were just practice songs, it was just le you learning how to do shit. At one point, I just saw the breakthrough and like shit just started really getting into it because like I started like caring less and experimenting more with all the things that it has to offer, you know, because Ableton is a very creative doll. So, yeah, man, what I'm trying to get at with that, because I just went rambling is you just need a mentor. It's a, like and that's in life, you know, having a mentor or two will get you a long way. Shit, I think about Mike from back in fucking old Charlie's all the time. I was just thinking about him the other day, man. Not That's how influential mentors are. Yeah. You never forget about them, especially if they touched your heart like that. You'll never forget about them. Especially if they taught you something that you're going to use frequently. Uh, you never know. Like yeah. the homie Kevin, my DJ. Shout out to the homie Kevin for real. I still talk to him to this day. We go chop it up. We go to festivals together. We, we hang out and just watch TV and all that. Because I show him a lot of love for him like showing me this world. Yeah, and I always show him love. He, yeah, because he, he was always the one that introduced that me. to you. He always has drinks with me. He everything like. The yeah. farther we go, is the farther he's coming with us because he's the one that put us on. So yeah, yeah. Some uh, something I've always wondered too is uh, uh, uh whenever you're making a music, uh, or, or a track. I mean, I mean a mix, uh. uh Wait, what'd you say? A track. A track. Sorry. <laughs> oh, making the music. Uh, um, mixing. Um, so, uh, like mixing as in DJing or mixing as in producing? Because mixing is a D, uh, producing thing too. Damn it! See, this is where so, my ignorance so comes. So, DJing. Okay. Yeah. Mixing. Okay. So, uh, because, uh, um, like I'll go to your SoundCloud. Like, like, like I said yesterday, I went to your SoundCloud when I was uh, trying to uh, 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 promote you to this guy. And um, man, what do you say about my mix? 
What critique did he fucking tell you? I'll tell you after the show. I'm not gonna tell you on the show. I'm saying on the show. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm I'm gonna say it after the show, just for me, just because I want to be respectful. Like I don't want to put the guy on blast. I just want. <laughs> but uh, oh, wait, you didn't get that on the mic. My bad. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, yeah, I'll tell you after the show. Um, whatever. <laughs> but uh, uh, shit, you almost you almost made me lose my train of thought. But um, so on your SoundCloud, like uh, uh there'll be songs that are, are like uh tracks that are, you know, like thirty minutes. So those are mixes. Those are mixes. Those are mixes. I was right the first time. Yeah. yeah. So you um, think in reference. For the most part, I haven't seen it, and I haven't pushed the limits yet. Actually, I've seen it before, but like those are really OG producers. Anything that's past six minutes, that's when it starts getting into mix, like actual mixes, like you're mixing music, mm-hmm. uh, unless you're fucking Pink Floyd, because they go on forever. Um, but most tracks, at least my tracks, because I produce at 140 BPM, um, my tracks are no more than like the longest one that I've ever made was like I think four minutes and like 45 seconds or some shit like that. But most of my tracks are on like three minutes, three and a half, like three, th- three to four minutes. Okay. Yeah, because I've always wondered that, like, because uh, 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 I went to Florida recently and I posted a status saying, like, hey, I want to vibe with you. Send me, like, send me a song that's upbeat. You send me something from uh, uh, Black, Black Tiger, Tiger Sex, Sex Machine. Machine. The fucking Utopia by um. That song love. is fire. I love that you for that. That song is so good. Dude, dude it, I saw it live. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, they tore they their tour went through here like a couple months ago. Nice. Now I went I went with Victor and Kyle and them and like they it was this fir- their first time ever seeing them. Granted, I seen them like for I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. Cuz I know the live shows that they put on. They don't stick to just dubstep. They're like playing a whole show. Yeah. And they're playing it live. They're not DJing it like the best way to explain this is that there are three. There's three of them. One of them still t- took a step back because he had like some family shit that he had to deal with. So, but he still produces and helps them create the shows. So the other two are the one main ones that hold it down. One on the left is triggering all the visuals. Which, if if you know anything about EDM, there's the DJ and then there's the VJ. It's no. two different jobs. Did not know that. So a visual jockey is the one that's doing the visuals behind the DJ. Like while I, they're spinning. Truth be told, I thought that was whatever club you're at that they were in charge. No, of. that's that's a VJing is an art. That yeah. shit's just as hard as DJing. Yeah, because you're you're vibing off what they're doing, and you know you're just. I do- can see myself doing something like that. It's so fun. Like if I try to get into it, it's hard. Yeah, but it's fun, dude. Once like I don't know, I just like that shit. Yeah. It's so cool. No, I I have seen the visuals where you you'll uh, like I went to Iris with you and all that stuff, and I I don't know what artist was playing, but yeah, the visuals were dope. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty cool. But uh, so he does that by himself up there, one of them, and he's also doing percussion up there and like triggering the lights on their helmets. The one on the right is mixing all the songs together and he's hitting like melodies on his piano and doing other things. So like it's a live performance and I appreciate that because I'm trying to get to that point too where I do live performance sets. That shit's not easy though. <laughs> like, that shit's harder than DJing, man. Because you're, you're literally a musician. You're using electronic instruments to like, you know, like put on a show. And yeah. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's doable. It's doable. It's hard. It's, hard. it's doable. 
it's not um, impossible. But yeah, literally. So nice. yeah, man. Uh, but no, nah, Utopia is a Utopia is no. A Utopia was banger. great. I, I appreciate you sending me everybody who uh, 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 sent me that uh, like music to vibe with you. I really do appreciate it. Like I really did. Like I, when the on my road trip when the, your song came up, I thought about you and I was like, all right, here we go. Am I gonna vibe? All right, I did, and it was in Utopia. Utopia, I played several times. I like, I love it. Like, it's great. I didn't even send you a dubstep song. That was more like an electro bass house song. I loved it, but yeah, no, you sent me whatever. Like, nah, you guys, you said vibe with me, so I sent you a vibe. I didn't yeah. send you a banger. Yeah, yeah, no, I and I definitely vibe with you. It, it was great. Uh, uh, and and, and <laughs> on an unrelated note, like, oh man, it's so cool. Like. I never realized how big the EDM world is getting to uh, in, a, in a way because, uh, well, I realized it when, um, you know, you tried my Oculus for the first time and you played one of my favorite games, Pistol Whip. And it's That's like a music, music. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I know these artists. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What? Oh, I Gosh, thought this was just original watchy, songs. And you're like, oh, no. Sex machine. Yeah. You, you knew all of them. And I was like. Oh, okay. This is this is cool. And then uh, I had Gyu on, and I asked him, uh, like, "Hey, give me some artists to follow." And he did. Uh, I can't tell you from the top of my head, but like, their songs will come up. I downloaded them on my phone, and yeah, no, I, I just love music. But um, uh, you mentioned that uh, what they do is a live performance, like playing an instrument. So they're not playing their set they're not playing they are. it's their music but it's they're their... doing it like it's, I, it's like so... they're creating it for the first time on stage you kind know, of thing it's 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 so there's the intricacy that goes behind these live performance sets are like it's hard to explain man yeah they uh i literally just have to sit down with you and show you how they do it because i i don't know how to explain it so like but it's so what's the difference songs. between what you do is what i'm trying to get at i'm just spinning live i'm spinning on cdj's so they're not spinning no i mean they oh. are they technically are because they still have some yeah but that's not what it revolves around like oh okay it's like a whole experience it's different i you just gotta watch some videos yeah. dude they're wild oh okay no not now i remember what i was trying to say is okay so like uh some of your sound clouds like th they'll go off for like you know like 30 minutes which is not bad b but then you said like oh you know m uh, most of them are like three or four minutes so what's the 30 minutes ones what, uh, are those, are those just a playlist those are mixes but like what what but you said there are other mixes that are like three four minutes no like I said, those are tracks. Like that's oh, a song. Oh, sorry. So, songs usually are from three to six minutes, two and a half minutes to six minutes. It just depends. And then most of the time, anything after six minutes is when it starts becoming a mix. Oh, okay. Because you're using other people's songs that yeah. aren't yours. Yeah. Unless you're going ten minutes on a song, which I I don't think I've seen yet. So now, how hard is it? Like going back to mixes, how hard is it? Uh to transition from one song to another it's not hard at all no Maybe you understand song structure you just gotta wait like and it lines up for you perfectly because all music is produced in the same structure yeah it's not produced the same way but song structure is universal yeah in dubstep it's only it's a universal certain hip-hop it's like there's a certain way that that rhythm and melody is going to go the whole song yeah so I just I don't know like I mean but that just shows the power that you you musicians have. I always call them musicians or magicians uh, uh, because like 
how you create something from nothing and the different combos that there are out there. It's like, dude, that's just, I'm, I'm sorry, that's just magic. Man, I'll tell you what, and I don't know if this is just my hippie thinking, but as of late, man, anytime that I spin and I get up there, I just enter a flow state and I just know for a fact that that's not me DJing. Like, that is an entity, like, literally just going crazy. And I'm just sitting there, like, appalled by the shit that's going on. But that's also me not giving myself enough credit sometimes. But (laughs) I for sure feel like there's, like, some fucking kind of angel that's with me and right right next to me while I'm DJing because there's just so much passion and fire that's coming out of that fucking board. Like, not even on some, you know, arrogant shit. I just know, like... yeah. Because it comes from the heart. Like, it comes from the heart, and it, like, I don't know, the delivery. It's, hey, come to a last call set. Come, come to one of my sets, and you'll last... find out, literally. Yeah. I don't know how to, I, like, just experience it. Uh, it's fun. We're almost going to wrap here. Uh, do you have any, like, shows coming up? I, I know you have been... a show uh, this Saturday on the 4th at Syndicate Presents. I'm uh, headlining the afters from 2.30 to 5 a.m., uh, I and then after that, I think I have a free schedule for a minute. I have to check my calendar. I probably have to check my calendar after. But you this. have a show coming up this Saturday. Yes, but I do have a show coming up this Saturday. Uh, stream Valar Morghulis on SoundCloud. Last call. It'll be out in a month for uh distri- distributed through towards all platforms. Follow me on Sound uh, on Instagram at Last Call Base. Follow the collective at Channel Five. Yeah. Fuck with me. Hell yeah. Both literally and figuratively. All right. Uh, um, okay. So now now the pressure's on. Now I got to edit this uh, so I can get it done so people can watch it, listen to it before Saturday so they know to come out and support you on Saturday. Uh, Shit. Just come out and have fun. You don't even have to come watch my set. I would love for you to come watch my set. Come, come watch your set. Come, no, fuck come, that. Come, I'll, tell you, I'll tell people. Come watch your set. The fuck you mean? Fuck all that. Come come support the homies. Come show love to the local artists because they're all trying to make it too. It's not just me out here. Show lo- show, show them love. Show, th- show up early and fucking show out for them too. All right. He's going to say that, but because I love him and I'm only loyal to him, come out and support him. All right. Uh, Lo- Roberto, last call. Uh, thank you so much. We're going to, we're not done. We're going to go out to eat now, but uh, uh, hey man, thank you so much. It's a blessing to have you. Uh, love what you're doing. Again, you're always going to be on the show, so, like, uh, <laughs> loving the progress, so cheers, man. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Hell I yeah. really appreciate it. All the time. All right, thank you guys so much. Peace.